this on? You hear me? All right. Uh, good morning, Liminal family. It's good to be here with you guys. Um, <clears throat> so this is the, the last Sunday of the month, um, where for those of you who, who don't know, who are maybe newer here, um, where we do things a little different. Uh, we take a change of pace, take time to slow down, to sit in silence, to contemplate. So instead of the usual singing and teaching and um, all the normal, more typical churchy uh, things, um, we're going to take some time to, to slow down this morning. Um, and slowing down stepping into a, a slower, more deliberate, present, loving pace of life and way of being um, is actually the, the theme and the invitation that I want to extend to you all this morning. Um, do we have any children to kids to dismiss? They're already on top of that? I think they left already. All right. So kids can go, follow, follow them up to the blend. Um, also, hello to everyone online. Uh, glad you're here with us. I don't know if folks online can hear the doors rattling, but I just want to uh, acknowledge that real quick. Um, it is not necessarily an act of God. You're welcome to interpret that how you wish, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's windy out, and the doors are gonna rattle, and that's um, that's a distraction. But that's that's life, right? We'll uh, we'll we'll be here. We'll be as present as we can. Um, we'll we'll even see if we can embrace it. We'll see see how it goes. But just wanted to to acknowledge that, to name that that distraction that's that's gonna be here. <laughs> this morning. <clears throat> so we're entering into the season of autumn right now, a time when the days grow shorter, the air grows at least a little bit cooler, and the rhythms and pace of nature invite us to slow down and take stock of our lives and take stock of what the year has held for us so far. And it's that, that slowing down piece, again, that I really want to spend some time sitting with this morning. And to that end, I'd like to begin with a little story. Uh, or actually, I'd like to begin with a prayer, an invocation, and then move into a story. Um, this is from a little volume called Prayers for a planetary pilgrim. <clears throat> May we greet every gift of this day with a song of gratitude. May our hearts be full and content like a harvest festival as we enjoy this day of rest and recreation. Guide us, O oh God, to spend it in a spirit of holy rest, free from the clock and its deadlines free from the need to be useful. Blessed are you, O oh God, who takes delight in the play and leisure 
this first day of the week. Amen. So the story, the story I want to share, some of you have probably heard it before. Um, it may be apocryphal, um, but it generally, it generally goes like this. Uh, about a century ago, European missionaries serving in Africa hired local villagers as porters to help carry supplies to a distant station through the jungle. The porters went at a slower pace than the missionaries desired. So after the first two days, the missionaries pushed them to go faster. On day three of the trek, the group went twice as far as on day two. Around the campfire that evening, the missionaries congratulated themselves for their leadership abilities. But on day four, the next day, the porters would not budge. What's wrong, asked the missionaries. We cannot go any further today, replied the villager spokesman. Why not, they said, everyone appears well. Yes, said the African, but we went so quickly yesterday that we must wait here for our souls to catch up with us. In other versions, I've heard the, the quote they say at the end is we are waiting for our souls to catch up with our bodies. Wonder if any any of us, I know I've felt that way. Maybe you're feeling that this morning. This, my friends, is some indigenous wisdom, and I also believe it is contemplative wisdom. It's Jesus' wisdom. We need not go too fast. We need not move too quickly. And this stands in in sharp contrast with our pace of life in the modern Western world. Is the pace we normally live at, is it conducive? Does it help us stay connected to our souls? In his devotional work, Purity of Heart is to Will One Thing, the philosopher and and theologian Soren Kierkegaard had some choice words for the frantic pace at which many of us choose to live our lives. If I could get the next slide. He said, the busy ones that neither toil nor are oppressed but are just busy think that they have escaped when they have contrived to avoid sufferings in this life. Hence they do not wish to be disturbed either by hearing or thinking about that which is terrible. Yes, it is true that they have escaped. They have also escaped having any insight into life and have escaped into meaningless, meaninglessness. that could potentially sound harsh and judgmental, but again, I offer it as as a contrast and as an invitation. When we speed things up, 
are we able to know to stay in touch with what's what's really meaningful in our lives? Or do we tend to lose touch with that? Take some time now to sit in silence. We'll have some questions up above for reflection. Let's do that now.
Friends, this, this is the presence and love of God in action. It is not rushed. It's not hurried or frantic. I love how the Japanese theologian Kosuke Koyama put it uh, when he writes in, in Three Mile an Hour God. God walks slowly because he is love. If he is not love, he would have gone much faster. Love has its speed. It is an inner speed. It is a spiritual speed. It is a different kind of speed from the technological speed to which we are accustomed. It is slow. It's walking pace. Three miles an hour. That's about the pace at which we at which we walk. It is slow, yet it is Lord over all other speeds, since it is the speed of love. Questions again for, for reflection to move into in just a second here. Uh, but I want to leave that quote up just for, for a little bit longer. So just sit with that. Even the title, Three Mile an Hour God. What does that bring up in you? time to sit in silence and reflect on these things and go back to the questions.
our final meditation. We'll just do one more this morning. I want to invite you into the freedom of slowing down. How, how do we actually move, get into this, this space where we can accept, where we can, where we can be okay with our limitations? follow along, walk alongside the three mile an hour God and find contentment and joy in that way of being. We're going to return to Kierkegaard's purity of heart is to will one thing. Uh, one more one more quote where makes a really, on the one hand, really obvious, but for me, it was a very profound observation the first time I encountered this. He says, the person who in decisiveness wills to be and to remain loyal to the good, good with a capital G, to God, to the divine. That person can find time for all possible things. No, he cannot do that, but neither does he need to do that, for he wills only one thing, and so he finds ample time for the good. It's a little wordy, but... um, but I want to invite you to, to sit with this, this reality that we, we have enough time for everything God wants for us. Each 24-hour day is enough. It's more than enough. Within our limitations, within our, our finitude, We don't need to do all possible things. We don't have to have everything. There's no need for FOMO, no need to rush to fit in more. Because the time we have each day is plenty of time for all the goodness and grace and love that life has for us. promise you this, I, th- I think this is as close to a, a theological fact as, as there is, but, but God isn't going to ask, God isn't going to expect any more of you than what you can fit in your lifetime. Of course not. And if that's true, why do we need to strive for anything more? have enough time. So let's let's rest. Rest in this sweet sweet truth.
or two, take stock of where you're at, what you're feeling in your body, what's come up, 
during this time just to sit, just to be. A couple things, a couple more things to share as we transition out and move towards time of communion. in regards to our limitations and our our finitude and how God sees us and holds us in that. So that the reality is, is we're we're beloved, we're held either way, whether we're we're rushing, whether we're bucking and and kicking and screaming against the limitations we have or whether we're slowing down. In either state, we're known, we're understood, we're loved. Because God knows how we are formed. He remembers that we're dust. that we have that we've been given are enough (laughs) one of the beautiful things that that slowing down can open us up to is seeing the, the small little moments of beauty and grace that show up all around us. I have this brief, brief poem inspired actually by, by Kierkegaard's writings. The truth is, there's enough beauty in a single orange blossom to make you weep with wonder you have eyes to see it. Oh Lord, deliver us from busyness. time today with communion. Um, <clears throat> so that's the, the positive, the hopeful side of slowing down, right? It's that we have time and space to, to attune and savor beauty and delight. Um, but it can also be hard can also be painful and, and uncomfortable. I know it's often often hard for us to slow down because when we do, when those spaces open up, 
find some pretty unpleasant things. There, perhaps trauma, a neglected relationship. Maybe there's just the numbness there in that space, some sense of being distant and disconnected. And if that's if that's what's come up for you this morning. I have another poem that uh, I've chosen to to bring us into this time of communion. It's called Don't Don't Compartmentalize God. It's by the mystical poet Shalane Harkin. And I've chosen it for, for the communion time because of the way it it speaks of God as really coming into the, the, the gritty, the dirty, the bloody, tear-filled wounds and dark places of our lives. And when we take, take the, the crackers and grape juice, the bread and wine, mysteries it invites us into is that God really is invested in and deeply present in our our physical lives, our bodies, and invites us into this not esoteric mystical communion, but something very mystical communion that's very enfleshed, it's very visceral. this poem and then we'll have the ushers come up and we'll take communion. It's called Don't Compartmentalize God. Don't compartmentalize God. Do you think this permeating essence only stays in the clouds or is snooty enough to only tolerate light? God does not live outside the mundane. He encircles and infuses every ordinary thing. He smears grace liberally over every excess. God is bi-directional, not only up, but down and in to the nectarous center of every wound. God does not disallow himself entrance into any darkness. He dives headlong into the profane. Do you imagine God abides any kind of caution tape? He kisses the heart of every misdeed, drinks deep of your dark song, undoes every binary in the very notion of wrongness. He discovers tenderness in the nucleus of every sin. If light has never hidden its face from any darkness, then what of its creator? 
Here at Liminal, we, we believe that all, all are welcome to the table to participate in this sacrament. Doesn't matter who you are, how wounded, dark, messy, horrible you think your life may be. The invitation is to all to come to eat and drink, to be family together. <clears throat> so as the music plays, uh, whenever you're ready, welcome to come up either of these two, two aisles to receive the elements. Crackers are gluten-free. Um, the usher will fill, fill your cup with grape juice. And again, you're welcome to, to partake in your, your own time. If you're more comfortable just staying in your seat, that's okay too. But, but again, all are, all are welcomed. Grace is doled out liberally here. So come. Come and receive. Come and be filled, my friends.
you for being here this morning. It's uh, kind of strange, strange thing we do on these these contemplative Sundays, but um, I'm honored to 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 sit here to create this space to take this collective risk together of of slowing down, maybe asking some hard questions of our lives, maybe finding some some uncomfortable things coming up. But it's good work. You've you all have done done good work this morning. Welcome to, to sit and linger if you need need some more time in silence. I'll leave this I'll leave this poem up for you. Um, otherwise that concludes our contemplative service this morning. Thank you again. Go in peace. Be well. <laughs>